do I need more beer? No, but I want more beer. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perfect. This week is a Sly Fox Brewing Company, the Goat Race Maybach. Mm, Maybach music. Ladies and gentlemen, you are about to witness the world's number one wrestling podcast. Let me pod to you. Yeah. Welcome to Let Me Pod to You. I'm Jacob. You can block me on Twitter at We Hate Jacob. I'm here with my forever co-host Dimitri. You can find him on Twitter at Just Dimitri underscore Dimitri. How was your weekend of wrestling? Uh, you know what? I'd say it's pretty solid. Um, I'm just happy to be here with the camera this week mm-hmm. for the first time. I'm seeing my face, and it's crazy, bro. I'm, I miss your beautiful face, and I Thank missed, you. uh seeing the progress on that beautiful beard. It's coming in nice. I wouldn't call it beautiful, but it's oh, progress. Yeah. <laughs> Always putting yourself down. No negative self-talk. Our, our format here is Dimitri's Top of the Mid, a headline. Stocks rising, stocks falling. These can be specific wrestlers, storylines, etc. to kick off the conversation. But first, Dimitri, who is Top of the Mid? Uh, we've got a uh, return Top of the Mid. She's been Top of the Mid before. Um I just got to give it up for my girl, Chelsea Green. Congratulations. You have made it to top of the mid once again. To the mountaintop of the clap, mid. Clap, clap, clap. <gasps> Shout out to my girl, Chelsea Green, man. Uh, love to see her on top of the mid. I think I would love to see her get a title eventually. But for now, I just wanted to talk about, uh, did you see the report about her Karen gimmick or her talking about it? I did a little bit. I didn't, I didn't read the whole thing, but I saw the clips of it on the Twitter aggregators. Uh, Yep. Essentially, uh, she didn't even come up with the idea, which I thought was cool. She stays winning. Um, she just apparently somebody told her the idea and she didn't even she wasn't even going to like she didn't have any plans to like do this permanently. So she just kind of showed up to the rumble and was like, all right, if I if I like get knocked out, I'm going to I'm going to go in on this cam- Karen thing. And she just decides to go full Karen. And the rest is history. Like what a funny way to choose your gimmick. And then fully commit, like she is fully committed. And I, she's has one of my favorite gimmicks on the roster just because of how committed she is. I think that's one of the things with a good gimmick though, is like, if you are committed to it, people are going to really like it. And Mm -hmm. compared to other people whose gimmick is just like strong, you know, like that can only get you so far. Like Chelsea Green is selling the hell out of this Karen thing and putting her with Sonia Deville has been such a smart move. I think it works really well for both of them. Get some good TV time. Yep. Um, you put a, a link to the ringside news article about this. So that will be in the mm-hmm. show notes. Did speaking of Chelsea Green, did you see the raccoon video? Uh, yes. Yes. The one where she, uh, <laughs> she like let out a raccoon and then, um, her, she took a video of her husband doing the same thing. Yeah. And that was hilarious. Like, he was like not having it. Like he was like, ah! and Chelsea Green was uh, much better at the raccoon release. Yeah, so. she was smooth as hell. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't have a link to that one. But another kind of catapult for Chelsea Green into the top of the mid is she's also selling um, pride t-shirts with 100% of the profits going to the Trevor Project. And there's going to be a link to those uh, from Pro Wrestling Tees in the show notes. So good on you, Chelsea Green. Hell um, yeah. We love you on this podcast. We're We're very happy. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. And, you know, you mentioned that she should have some gold in her future. She should have had some gold on Monday, but we'll talk about Absolutely. that a little later. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your headline now? Oh, so, dude, uh, I'm just excited that we uh, we got past this um, Night of Champions, which 
you know, we'll talk about, but it was uh, actually better than I thought it would be. It's better than most of the Saudi Arabia shows. Like mm-hmm. we were talking before how I felt like most of them are just glorified house shows. Shit happened there that actually affected things and it felt um, bigger than most. So I was happy with that turnout. Um, but anyways, we are finally entering the money in the bank season, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. And this is one of my favorite times of the year because you always get somebody who wins it. And um, obviously that person obviously has a, 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 you know, a straight shot to the top if they, if they, you know, do well at it. Like, unlike Austin Theory, we saw what happened with Austin Theory. That was one of the worst cash-ins I've ever seen. Um, but I'm interested to see who gets the money in the bank on both sides. I honestly don't have any sort of inkling as to who it might actually be. I would like to see, obviously, LA Knight. I would like to see Montez. Montez would be amazing. Um, there's so many people I would like to see. I'm just curious to see if they'll do what the people want or if it's going to be another Austin Theory. Well, so, so far, um, I think it's been fairly solid. The first two qualifiers on Monday Night Raw was uh, Ricochet and The Miz. And yeah. The Miz heard everyone saying that he can't do wrestling. And he went, fuck y'all. And he Good downloaded uh, some fucking moves. This man was hitting <laughs> flying DDTs and like... He was doing the business. He lost, though. But um, still, props to The Miz. He made that yeah. match really fun. Um, so, Ricochet was the first um, qualifier for the men's money in the bank. And then uh, Shinsuke Nakamura defeated Bronson Reed as well on Monday night. Uh, so far announced for SmackDown this week, we have, um, I'm blanking, Montez Ford and LA Knight. Yep. And we were we were talking briefly before we started recording here that i'm not super thrilled that they put two fan favorites against each other this early i mean i think both of those guys could realistically be in the money in the bank ladder match it i think it does also give us a little bit of an inkling on who wins on how this money in the bank will be used because Mm -hmm. ricochet is a mid carter he's not a i would not take him seriously as a world champion i would hate Uh, if he won (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> similarly like shinsuke nakamura they're making him look stronger they're giving him a bigger ring entrance i, I think shinsuke could hold a world title yeah um and actually specifically like none of these guys can hold a candle to roman so like all of this i'm looking at the uh world heavyweight championship on raw uh but then like la Knight, like maybe but i think he'd be better holding mid-card gold uh, Montez Ford, I think he could hold whatever championship. Um, again, I, I think I think so far it's that's kind of where we're looking is like okay, Shinsuke Montez, they're a little bit more realistic world heavyweight champion material, but uh, LA Knight and Ricochet not as much for me. Yeah, I agree. Um, uh, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Except for LA Knight, I feel like LA Knight has a realistic shot just based on how over he is with the crowd. I think, like, getting mid-card gold would, like, benefit him and would be the logical route to choose. But you never know, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, the crowd's definitely behind his ass, so, like, it's That's definitely true. a possibility. It's like what just happened at Night of Champions. Uh, we'll talk about it later. But somebody won gold, and I didn't expect him to win gold. So, that was, uh, you know, you never know. That's fair. I mean, like, I, I don't know. I just 
I think a good step would be to see how he carries himself with a belt that wouldn't yeah. be as much in the spotlight. Yeah, that would be quite the shove and uh, push for sure, just to yeah. go straight to it. So The <laughs> other uh, qualifying match that was announced is Zelina Vega versus your girl, Lacey Evans. And oh, Lacey, Lacey Evans is going to get her ass beat. She's Lacey's been win. tweeting about it. Have you seen on Twitter? Lacey's been tweeting about yeah, it. Yeah, she's time. salty as fuck. Like, she, knows, she already got the email that, like, this match is happening. Lacey, you're taking an L because Zelina is, has been in a title picture this year. And Lacey Evans hasn't in like she's, two. She's had like three matches, uh, which is funny. Every time Lacey has a match, if you notice uh, on Twitter, every time she has a match, she like hits Twitter hard. And she's like, you know, promoting like, oh, yeah, I got this match. She's like talking shit on her opponent. And I'm sorry, man. I'm here for it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Talk about a bad gimmick. My headline <laughs> is the AEW Women Division Shakeup. So... Uh, Branson and I talked a bit about uh, Double or Nothing and how he was kind of thinking we weren't going to have any belt changes. Well, we had some belt changes <laughs> and really just on the women's side. So first, I'm going to talk about Tony Storm. There had been reports leading into Double or Nothing that Jamie Hayter had a shoulder injury that she was dealing with, that she was struggling with. And the reports coming out of Double or Nothing is that the shoulder injury was going to keep her from uh, being able to keep defending the belt on TV and going forward. So lots of props to Jamie Hayter backstage, apparently that she did this match. I didn't really like the presentation of it very much because she was getting the shit kicked out of her during her ring entrance by the other outcasts. And it was one of those things where realistically the referee should be like, okay, well she just got like beat to hell. This match isn't happening kind of deal, Mm. but they wanted to make it more of a Tony Storm gets the belt than Jamie Hayter drops the belt. So Tony Storm, new uh, women's world champion. That's that's interesting. She's this is, she's now a two time champion, and she's really leaning into the fact that her first title reign was called an interim, being like, "This is my real title reign." Like it was bullshit before what was done to me, and now it's her kind of reign of terror on the women's division. Um, so we'll, we'll see how how this goes. Um, I think she's a good champion, but haven't loved her heel work so far. So let's let's see if she can develop develop it more as a champion. The biggest news in the AEW women's division is what happened with the TBS championship. Jade Cargo had a pretty good match with Taya Valkyrie. Jade won, uh, became went sixty and zero. Mark Sterling came out and kind of did what I was saying on our Double or Nothing pod. Like, there's no one good enough to beat Jade. We're issuing an open challenge right now. Whoever wants to come out from the back and and take a shot. And Chris Statlander's music hits. She's been out since last June or July after tearing the other ACL. Um, So two, two ACL tears. She's back. And she came in and she put the work on Jade and she is our new TBS champion. I love Chris Statlander. She is a monster. Like she put out a, a, they put out a shirt for her right after she won the belt. That's like uh, more than a woman. Um, Is she a machine built like a linebacker? And I'm like, all true. Um, And then last night on dynamite, she had a match with Nyla Rose, which I mean, 
they they roll out Nyla Rose and they need somebody to look strong. So uh, made sense. And Chris Statlander hit her uh, five fifty off the top rope, and it was clean as fuck, my boy. Like it was <laughs> so clean. I'm really glad that Stat is back. Um, she's great. She's very over with the crowd as well. So new new title reigns starting on the same weekend in AEW. So I'm typically familiar with uh, most AEW people because I've seen them, you know, along the way here or there. But I've actually never seen Chris Statlander. I have no idea what type of wrestler she is. What's what's her deal? She's um, more of like a powerhouse style wrestler. Mm. Like I'd say she has like a similar kind of moveset to Rhea Ripley, but she can get on the ropes as well. Like her finisher is a is a big flip from the from the top rope. Gotcha. Dope. Um, got that promo very ability. Strong, but she got that promo ability. That's the only thing. Ah. Um, she, I haven't seen a ton of Chris Statlander because she was coming back from an ACL tear and then she right. tore her other one. And now she's, you know, just back the promos that I have seen of her. They're very impassioned, but you know, it's a lot of the kind of the typical face promo where it's like, I'm tired of the way that you've been treating people kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but she, she just seems like she's a, a, a good lass and Hell I'm, yeah. I'm happy she's back. It, it just d- makes the TV championship on the women's division on AW a lot more interesting mm-hmm. because it was very much like, all right, Jay does a match and she's not losing. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see some, shorter title reigns on this TBS championship and it moves around a little bit more to kind of give more uh more flow in the mid card uh for the women's division. Got you. That makes sense. All right. Uh Dimitri, whose stocks going up? Uh constantly on the rise. Shout out to my gang, the goddamn Alpha Academy. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Dude uh any segment they're in is pure entertainment um it was it was great seeing the way that they came out uh after um ko and and sammy Zayn had uh what's their names uh the imperium come out without them mentioning their names and ko's like hold on hold on, hold on. That, you can't go out you do that's <laughs> not what you do <laughs> you broke the unwritten rule we didn't mention her name that dude that shit is hilarious man that actually had me cracking up <laughs> First off, that was great. Shout out to KO. Uh, but then we had um, the Alpha Academy come out and um, KO's like, <laughs> do the thing, say, do, the, do thing. the thing, say the thing you say, you say funny, <laughs> say, do the thing. Which is like how we all feel. Like I, every time he comes out, I'm like, yo, say it, say it, say it, say and, it in and my Chad's mind. And Chad's there with the mic and he's like, what thing? What are you, what are you talking about? What the? Oh. <laughs> Playing into it. And then. And then they, thank you. Dude, that little segment right there was gold. They didn't even have to have a match, but that was gold. And we didn't even mention when he came out, that long ass shoosh. I was just about to say, it was Bro. the longest <laughs> fucking shoosh. Shoosh. He just kept going. <laughs> that was amazing. So, yeah, I mean, Alpha Academy, I think everybody, I think they're a group that everybody loves at this point. I don't know of anybody who's like, I can't stand the Alpha Academy because like they're just pure comedy gold. They're entertaining. All of them have some sort of wrestling talent. And we even saw a little bit of Maxine getting a little rough and rowdy. Hey, she's in the Alpha Academy now. She's got to put on. 
That was interesting because literally <laughs> last week you were talking about what if Maxine takes some lessons from the Alpha Academy? What if she's taking lessons from the master Chad Gable himself? And here <laughs> she comes. Here she comes putting the smackdown on Valhalla. Fuck Valhalla, and by the way. She ran away. Yep. <laughs> but the, anytime a wrestler runs, I think it's so funny uh-huh. because they are they're all kind of boxy like they're not mm-hmm. natural runners like they're not athletes <laughs> like that like a lot of them played like in the men's side they played football like you don't get a lot of like sprinters when i so think of when, so whatever they run they do like a <laughs> like it's so funny to me Yep. When I think of bad runners, uh, number one person that comes to mind is Braun Strowman doing that dumbass Strowman Express outside the ring. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, I thought you were going to talk about Seth Rollins because anytime he oh. runs down a ramp, man, yes. like, he's like <laughs> <laughs> all over the place. Yes. WWE wrestlers running is a strange thing. It always looks so funny. I agree. That's something I've never thought about, but it's true. <laughs> I also really like that they made it official, like that Maxine's in the Alpha Academy. Like they, yeah. Chad came out and said it, you know, it's beautiful. And, and then she even gave the the two fingers on the on the thank you as well. So <laughs> all all good stuff. Yeah, that that segment delightful, really delightful. <laughs> the the stock that is also continually on the rise right now, the bloodline, the fallout is coming tomorrow mm-hmm. at night of champions jimmy uso finally had enough and he super kicked roman reigns not once but two times and roman oh, he needs to stop turning around he needs to stop <laughs> letting people be behind him yep because I I don't know what's going to happen on SmackDown tomorrow night, but it's going to be intense. The Bloodline segment's going to be a solid half hour on this two-hour show. I hope and so. And it rightfully <laughs> should be. Yep. I Do you think the Usos are going to be there? Do you think it's going to be confrontation? Do you think it's going to be just Roman talking his shit? Like, wh- how do you think this is going to go down? Dude. This is one of those rare moments where I actually have no idea what's going to happen. I'm like so excited for something to happen, Mm -hmm. but I don't know what the thing is that is going to happen. I hope everybody's there and I hope we see the Usos Um, that I'm just like really curious, mostly about Jay and where he lies with all this. Because at first I thought Jay was going to be the one to like go off and do his own thing. And I thought Jay was going to be the one to turn on Roman first, Mm. but instead he's the loyal one at this point, or at least is seeming that way. Maybe he's trying to protect his brother. I don't know. But, um, to see Jimmy act the way Jimmy's acting, man. Well, I'm, I'm, this is going to be a callback to the, uh, my former favorite wrestling podcast, the cage side seats podcast, when that was going on, one of the big things that they hammered on a lot was long term storytelling. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Uso used to have a shirt. Nobody's bitch. Mm-hmm. And he's sticking with that. As soon as Roman reigns started saying, you are my bitch. Jimmy went, uh, uh-uh, I'm nobody's bitch. Never mm-hmm. was, never will be. 
So he's, that's why he's sticking up for himself. It's like we were saying, Jay could take it when it was happening to him. And mm. Jimmy didn't really see it when it was happening to Jay. As soon as it switched over, Jay's going to protect his brother and Jimmy's going to protect himself. And I think the biggest outstanding question here is where does Solo Sokoa's loyalties lie? <laughs> That's how you know this is a good fucking storyline because I'm over here like, where is Jay Jay's loyalty? And you're like, no, 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 no. Where is Solo's loyalty? We got so many questions. Uh, is it with his brothers or is it with his tribal chief? Mm-hmm. <sighs> I would want to say towards his brothers, but like, I really don't know because he has been so like attached to the hip at Roman, like doing whatever he says, silent, just mm-hmm. like, like strategic, like surgical, just whatever Roman says, it's getting done. I don't know, man. And it leads me to like, we're talking about money in the bank season coming up. Does one of the Usos enter money in the bank? Do one of the Usos challenge Roman at money in the bank? That's Is what it another ooh. Roman and solo tag team at money in the bank. God damn it, Jacob. <laughs> what are we doing? Like, where, where, where are we going? <laughs> uh, see, the, since this whole thing started, my favorite member of the bloodline is Jay. I love Jay Uso. I, I just think he's got some swag about him. He's cool as fuck. He wears the crop tops, man. I fuck with that. He just, he's just swaggy and he's got like this aura about him. And I think he could, he's like world champion material. So I want to see, I want to see Jay take over from Roman at some point. I would like to see Jay beat Roman, specifically Jay. I like Jimmy too, but Jay is just the fucking man to me. I don't know. It's one of those, like, if they had a tag team match, like the Usos and Roman and Solo, who who gets pinned and who pins who? That mm-hmm. really is more of that long-term storytelling. It's just, so, there's so much they can do. And, you know, we all thought it was like, I'm, I'm at this point, I'm so happy that Cody didn't win it at, at Mania. Oh, the people who are online still talking about oh Cody Rhodes who won. Get the fuck out of here. You're a bozo. Yeah, absolutely. You are an absolute fool. Mm-hmm. Why? Why end what all this? What good does that like, do for, for no anybody reason. if Cody has that belt right now? Other like, than Cody for one night. One exactly. night until the until everybody turns on him because he was given the belt too quick. Like, ah, whatever. <laughs> anyway, let's keep it rolling. Bloodline tomorrow night. That's what everyone's waiting to watch. The other thing that people are going to be waiting to watch is Asuka, our next Mm -hmm. Stop Rising. Yeah, baby. That came out of nowhere. Yeah, I was shocked, dude. Like, absolutely shocked. Uh, I had, we we talked about this before. We, we like, went through the list of all the matches. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, yeah, this is a win, this is a win, this is a win. We got to this match, and we're like, oh, yeah, they're not going to take the belt off Bianca. That's that's easy win. Not even, like, thinking twice about it. And here we are. Bianca lost, dude. And you know what? I'm not I'm not mad about it. You know me, I'm a big Oscar fan. So I'm happy we get another Oscar run. Oscar's not getting any younger, so I'm happy to see it. But how do you feel about it? I I was really shocked when it happened. Mm-hmm. Um I had uh I had Eadon Branson over for to watch Night of Champions. So we were talking about when Oscar she did not get a hit on the first mist. Mm-hmm. We were like, "Ooh, I, I remember in the moment I said, 
has anyone ever done a second mist when they have a <laughs> mist gimmick? And Ead was like, no, I don't think so. That's not in the, the misting rules. I think you get one shot the misting at it. rules. <laughs> but then Asuka broke another mist capsule. I loved the way she did that too. Got that it on her dope. fingers, uh-huh. got put up for the KOD and went, <laughs> and got it in her eyes and interesting use of the mist technology. She's <laughs> dude. Oscar is just so good at what she does. The way, just the way the, the camera work and like her, just the way she like got the mist on her fingers and like, you're like, Oh shit, the wheels are turning. And then she gets up and you like immediately, you know, you connect the dots and you're like, I know what's going to happen here. And then it happens. And then she's like, wow, that was executed so well. Shout out to both of them for doing that so well. And I think it'll be, I think it'll be interesting to see where, where this goes from here. Absolutely. I I wouldn't be surprised if we, we get a rematch for this at Mm -hmm. either money in the bank or SummerSlam. I also think it'll be really interesting to see Bianca's redemption arc on this one again. The last time she lost the belt was at, was it at SummerSlam? Last, not last year, but the year before when Becky came back and then she Uh, won it at WrestleMania. I think so, because that would be the same night that uh, Bailey came out with uh, EO and uh, Dakota. Yes. Okay. So she lost the belt at SummerSlam in that like seven second handshake thing from Becky. Uh And it was really interesting to see the way she fought her way back to that top spot to get it back at Mania. Um, I believe she won the Rumble. Yeah, I think so. Um, so I, I'm just really interested to see where they go with Bianca from here. Does this lead us closer to this uh, alleged heel turn from Bianca plus the Street Profits? Um, you got to think maybe. I, I think it's interesting to see what will happen next. Yeah, you got to think uh, we might be inching closer to that. I just think if she's going to continue um, feuding with Asuka... Um, obviously with this gimmick that Asuka has, she can't really be like a, a face. Mm-hmm. She's kind of like a, a heel that everybody cheers for though. It's, it's, it's an interesting predicament, but I, I guess on top of that, it could be one of those things where the, the kind of initial heel turn that we get from Bianca is she's like, what is playing by the rules gotten me? It's gotten me mm-hmm. missed it in the face and yeah. missed in my eyes. You know what? Fuck this. I'm, I'm done with this shit. I'm, all, all that happens to me through this whole time is people cheat and they get over on me and I'm tired of it. If you can't beat them, join them. That could be the initial kind of. And side tangent here that I wanted to go on because I love talking about just heels and faces. We've done it a lot mm-hmm. recently because mm-hmm. it's, it's an interesting topic and it's something that really can help or hurt somebody's career. I think it would be very interesting and probably a good move at least at the surface, to try, at least try the Bianca um, heel character. Uh, because one name that comes to mind that always fucking comes to mind, I feel like with everything we talk about, is John fucking Cena. <laughs> but, like, he said well, he always you, wanted you to do... always talk about John Cena. Yeah, he said he always wanted to do a, a heel character. And Vince would just never let it happen. And so he was just stuck as this face character for like years and years and years and years. A while it had like no development. And I mean, he was great at what he does. So like part of that didn't matter. But um, you can't help but wonder like how things would have gone if he would have been a heel putting over some other face 
at some point, you know? Yeah. Like, The Rock played a great heel. Stone Cold played a great heel. Um, Hulk Hogan played a great heel. Uh, so, like, we got all these, you know, faces or big faces at one point that, you know, eventually turned heel and were great at it. I just feel like we were robbed of something special when we didn't get that that John Cena heel run. Now it's a little too late. So, I would like to see basically what I'm getting at is, you know, I think it would be cool to give Bianca the shot, you know, so we can see because she's a huge face right now. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I think it would be interesting. I mean, especially I think the time to do it is when they don't have the title. So mm-hmm. you can kind of do some things and see if it works or right. if it's not working and then we need to, you know, move on. Um, yeah, interesting. It'll, it'll be interesting to see. We'll probably get a little bit more of an update on kind of what to expect from that on SmackDown this week as well. For sure. Uh, this is a, just a little stock rising to round out the section, but, uh, at double or nothing, when the acclaimed came out to challenge the house of black, <laughs> oh, my days the absolute bars mm. from max caster lyrical he he had something <laughs> for everyone and i i have a little i have a little bit right here my favorite part and everyone's favorite part oh i know what it is getting cucked by a kid named dominic yeah buddy. like oh my goodness <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> that was so good I, so like i didn't i obviously didn't watch it live but seeing it on twitter man when i first heard that i was like mouth like wide open like he just said that <laughs> that's crazy shout out to dom man shout out to my guy <laughs> well, but then like uh ria did her tweet about being over in two companies and then like buddy matt buddy matthew's mm-hmm. always in the comments on ria's tweets like he got Don't chill. forget about me yeah he got like, a chill man <laughs> like bro like it's a bad look um yep. i and then he deleted his tweet did you see that oh he deleted it no he i deleted didn't see it that. bro oh, oh. he either got some shit or he felt bad about it but he deleted it oh man ria sent him a text like Dude, like, you, <laughs> need to, uh, you need to calm down. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there the screenshots are there. We have a tweet of it in uh, 4K. And <laughs> uh, honestly, this was this was stolen from from Ed in the group chat, and it's it's that you know that uh, that meme where it's like the the angry crying face with the the happy mask yep. on on top of it. Like that that's Buddy Matthews. Like he's like my. Why don't I get to be with my woman? And it's then, like every time he's like, "Well, I get to see her at home." Uh, I'm not mad. Uh. Yeah, well, you know what, kayfabe. Dom's laying that pipe, so mm-hmm. Dom. So shout out, shout out to Dom. He is that his whole thing now that he's doing, where he's jumping into oh, her arms. So good, and she's carrying him around. It's so good. It's so good. It fits their character so much, and it's so funny. <laughs> like it's fully like immediately when he did that after uh, Rhea beat Natty in a minute and nine seconds. Yikes for Natty on her birthday. Ooh. Oh yeah, that's not ideal. At the same time, that that check cashes all the same. So <laughs> that Saudi Arabia check, baby. <laughs> but, but when Dom jumped into her arms immediately, I was like, "Oh my god, it's like Kevin Hart." Yeah, that shit's so funny, man. Shout out to Dom for being the character that turned his ass around from being most hated in a bad way to most hated in a good way. 
But also, like, he's having fun with it. And, like, yeah. Everyone's having fun with it. Exactly. Like, on, on Raw, we had the, the segment where the Judgment Day came out when Seth Rollins and AJ Styles were having the, you know what? You don't just deserve it. You <laughs> earned it. <laughs> it's a great accent. <laughs> That's my AJ Styles impression. Really good. I don't like AJ Styles. <laughs> um, but Dom... Dom they're like, Dominic could hold this title one day. And Seth and AJ just look at each other and then just <laughs> laugh. <laughs> hey, could we talk about that, though? Could we yeah. talk about that? Because yeah, if fucking my boy Dom, can you imagine if Dom won the world heavyweight championship, dude? Oh, my God. The heat would be insane. I, th- what? That would be one of those, like. Dom wins money in the bank and it's like the new heist of the century. <laughs> yes, dude. Dude, he could really steal some shit. Imagine that. Somebody's having a match at WrestleMania. Out comes Dom cashing in his money in the bank. Steals the world heavyweight championship. He's out there hanging with mommy at the bar. Oh my God. Can you imagine though? If Rhea still had the women's world, the women's mm-hmm. title. Power couple. And Dom has the- that's like what we were talking about last week, where if, if Becky and uh, Seth did it. But you know what? I think I would like it more if Dom and Rhea did it. Oh, man. The world's not ready shit. for this. The world's <laughs> not ready for this. All right. Time for some hating. Oh, yeah. Stock's going down. Oh, what's, so what's first? This is a sad one for me because I was very excited. Um you know how excited I was about the draft or any draft in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, people just getting selected to places just does something in my mind and it makes me happy. Uh, I'm very sad that they're just going to disrespect our fucking draft like this on live television. <laughs> two and weeks just, after it happened. Two weeks after it happens and just let people roam, walk around. On the show that they don't belong in. Security. Can somebody fucking get this guy? He's not supposed to be on the show. Like, seriously. I don't understand how we have a draft. We try to make it a big deal and do all this extra shit. And then, like, two weeks go by and what the fuck? And go out of our way to lay down the rules of this is what's going to happen after the draft. Yes, bro. It's awful. Like, and I hate to be like ridiculous about it but like if you're going to do the draft and you're going to make it a big deal you can't just like have somebody show up especially for like this isn't even like a big reason like they just had like a little tag team match like what was the point like i would understand seth over like that's all it was for you could have done that so many other ways it's just so frustrating it's just like how i don't know man i'm at a loss of words i'm legitimately frustrated about this because i just want the draft to like mean something again if somebody comes over from smackdown i don't want it to be because like they were like i'm coming over from smackdown adam pierce make the call and it's fucking done it shouldn't be that easy and it shouldn't just randomly happen for a random match it should be a big ass deal so it feels like holy shit so and so just appeared on raw instead it's like why the fuck is aj styles on Raw. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nope. I, I'm tired. Exactly. I, I can tell. <laughs> the only saving grace that we have here is that 
it according to various reports from the the wrestling ITKs is that it's Vince doing this. It's is that really Vince. a saving saving thing though? Because that just means that Vince is going to do more Vincing. Yeah, I mean, I I read an article on on Fightful that was saying that Vince has not been at any of the tapings, but has been making some changes remotely, but not all of those changes are going through. Like, apparently on some things, Triple H is going, oh, shit, my phone was on silent. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> like, my bad, dog. <laughs> So I was in the middle of a Call of Duty match. My bad, dog. (laughs) (laughs) So that's like the one thing that I'm like, okay, he's sending them remotely. He's not always there, but it's still like. (sighs) Leave it alone, Vince. Fuck you. That's what I want to say. That's what I (laughs) wish Triple H would say. (laughs) It just sucks that it's, it's, again, not for any good reason, but just Uh AJ Styles to be there to put Seth over. When Seth's already over, like he doesn't, he doesn't need put over. He's already got it. So yeah, and why? even if you want to put him over, why the fuck's it gotta be AJ Styles from SmackDown? We got plenty of people on Raw. We just had a draft. Just do something, man. But but it comes back to my gripe from the beginning with this big gold belt. Like, why is the SmackDown people in contention for this belt that is not on SmackDown? Fair. They got drafted there. They're not eligible for it. Mm-hmm. You're telling me you didn't draft a roster that can realistically compete for a world title after you did a draft and you created a new title. Is this going to continue? With Money in the Bank, is there going to be rules with that where whoever wins Money in the Bank can only go after the belt that's on their show? I doubt it at this point. Right. But they- it, I would imagine they'll be able to choose whatever belt they go after, but man, where a random question here thinking about belts. Where the fuck is the fraudulent uh, U.S. champion? What show is he on again? Smackdown. That's a waste of a belt. I'm sorry. I'm just <laughs> just pops in my head. He's not on our list today because he didn't even make the stocks falling because I think his stocks fell all the way he down to the bottom. He hasn't wrestled since we last recorded. Yeah. He had just, a pre-recorded match with Sheamus. Like, yep. Like last night, to be fair, I, I have been on the beers mm-hmm. and uh, someone tweeted thoughts on Theory's title reign. I saw that. And the lowest stock we have, absolute crap title reign. Like, it sucks. Yeah. I'm like, no one's interested in it. And like, I was looking at the replies, and there's some people like, like, one of the some best people like in it. the business. He's not being used right. And I'm like, no, he's fucking not. Like, what mm-hmm. are you talking about? He's the, one of the best heels in the Dom's business. Dom's a better heel right now. Dom would be a better holder of that belt. Absolutely. 100%. That would be so much more fun and believable if Dom held the belt because he could be a slimy little heel that cheats and, you know, mommy might help him win some matches. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Anyway, the draft was dumb. It was a waste of everybody's time. And Stupid. here we are. Yep. Speaking of a waste of everybody else's time, next talk falling, mm-hmm. Ronda Rousey. Mm-mm-mm. And here's my biggest gripe. With Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler, and honestly, like, hashtag free Shayna, like, I don't want to drag her down because I think she can do some good stuff. But, like, same, I, I agree. do not like Ronda Rousey. I don't know anybody who likes Ronda Rousey. And giving Ronda Rousey this title makes a, a, a belt that's already considered somewhat irrelevant fully irrelevant because no one cares. 
Mm-hmm. She did not earn this title shot. She did not earn this belt. She is not. It, it drives me nuts because that match was actually a really good match. It was a really good um, four team tag match, which usually I'm not here for. Mm-hmm. Ronda Rousey did nothing but get the shit kicked out of her and then hit an arm bar. Like, come on. <coughs> yep. Yeah, nobody wants to see that. Um, awful. Uh, I don't think anybody's happy with uh, Ronda as, as champion, but your brain has to wonder a little bit. Is this a result of some recent injuries and they had to like pivot and, you know, get somebody in as champion just so they could advance a storyline and maybe get somebody to win the belts at money in the bank. Maybe. I mean, I guess, but at the same time, there's two teams that I think there would be no issues with them having this belt. Like mm-hmm. Bailey and EO could, could, could have those belts. Bailey hasn't touched gold since she started damage control. And that's been like getting into other people's promos at Bailey at this point. Yeah. So Bailey needs something. She needs to do something soon. And I don't see her getting the belt off Asuka. I don't see her getting a belt off Rhea. So the tag team is really the thing that she can get. And right now, I would call it more of an opportunity than a detriment with EO Sky being out, or uh, sorry, Dakota Kai being out for Bailey, because now she's going to be in this tag team more often with with EO. Mm-hmm. So. There's a great option right there. Bailey's sensational on the mic. Yeah. She could absolutely cut some promos at whoever we need to. Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler are terrible on the mic. Yeah. They're awful. Sh- uh, Shayna's good in the ring. Ronda's bad at everything. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's bad at everything except for like being disliked. Um, yeah, yeah, but she's disliked because she sucks. And then back to our girl, Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville. Mm-hmm. That's they have exactly been a consistent tag team for months. Uh-huh. And they're both good. They can both cut a promo. They can both do backstage work. They're both good heels. They would have, they'd be able to lean into both of their gimmicks for any time a match was scheduled with them, complaining about it to management. Why do we have to have a match? Well, didn't, weren't you trying to get these matches before? That, 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 that's, uh, that's not relevant. There's so much you can do there. Yeah, it's and just... Then, Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, go. <laughs> I was just going to say, it's just like like what you're saying. Those two right there specifically uh, give you, well, actually any of these tag teams, but speaking of them specifically, give you so much more than Ronda and Shayna Baszler. Like, they can make any segment interesting. How are we getting interested in any Ronda-Shayna Baszler match? What's going to happen? Uh-huh. They're just going to hit somebody backstage like and beat them up, break an arm or something like that. Come out, win a match in a bad way, and then we're gonna be upset about it. Probably that's the only thing that's gonna happen, and yeah. I'm just not interested in it. Yeah, and the, finally, I was gonna go to Raquel. I mean, it's so shitty for her that with oh yeah, lives injury that basically she had to drop the belts and was put with Shotzi, who's just a tag team jobber, basically serial tag team. Yeah, and. <laughs> As soon as she got put with Shotzi, I was like, this sucks because, like, she's not going to win it now. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Maybe they're going to pivot Raquel to being Rhea's next challenger. Something along those lines. I could see. I mean, she's big and strong. Rhea's yeah. big and strong. It would be kind of more of a... They can build Raquel into, I think, a formidable challenge that Rhea would still retain. But, you know, I don't... Who it knows, man? It sucks. It does suck. Sucks. 
Yep. Big agree. Um, all right. We're, we're running low on time here, so we're going to run through these next ones. Um, yep. Dimitri, next stock falling. Yeah, this one stocks off. Stock falling. <laughs> was that good? Did I save that well? Yeah, you did. <laughs> we're going to have to clip that. That's going to be our new transition music. <laughs> All right, we got a stock falling here. It's uh, it's unfortunate, man. It's my boy, Edge. Um, you know, everybody loves Edge, but uh, I'm just a little concerned right now. You know, stock's dipping down a little bit because I haven't really seen him on TV much. We had a little talk about him potentially winning, winning the uh, World Heavyweight Championship. That would have been a really interesting storyline for me as somebody who simps for some nice nostalgia. But we didn't get that and uh, just haven't seen much of him in any storyline, really. So I'm just kind of curious what's going on with Edge. Is he OK health wise? Do they just have nothing for him? Are they planning something? Maybe they're planning something for WrestleMania, just trying to keep him fresh. I don't know, but, you know, he's great at promos. He's great at what he does. I'd like to see him on TV more, essentially. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, it's one of those things, like, for the last almost year with AEW, it was, like, any AEW uh, Dynamite preview that you'd read, at the very end, it'd be like, and where the fuck is Miro? (laughs) Where the fuck is Edge? Where is he? Like, what's he he doing? I I have seen some fan theories that Edge might be just running down this contract and linking up with uh, Christian for a final Edge and Friends run in AEW. That would be fucking nuts. Round things off. I don't think that's going to happen. I think Edge loves and respects WWE too much to, to pull that shit. But, Same. Um, it would be interesting, uh, to say the least. Um, yeah, I don't know. Where is Edge? I'd like to see more Edge. But, yeah. I don't know. Moving on. Moving on. Chris Jericho, old bitch. <laughs> My God, Chris Jericho and Adam Cole's unsanctioned match at Double or Nothing was the worst match on the card. It killed the crowd. It made, it was so slow and so like, they hyped up this whole, well, Jericho and his friends and Cole and his friend and new friend, the racist Sabu is here and they're gonna, <laughs> they're gonna make things, they're gonna even the odds. And it was just like an all out brawl at the beginning of the match. And then everybody's friends just went backstage <laughs> um, until Britt Baker came out and hit Chris Jericho with a kendo stick a few times. Hell yeah. And then it was just like some more gripple grapple Jericho putting the walls of Jericho in or the lion tamer, which I was about to say, hey, respect the name. It changed in AEW. <laughs> yeah, they did that recently, actually. I think they might have got a cease and desist of some sorts. Um, oh, word. I don't know. They they used to call it the Walls of Jericho, and then they just oh. all of a sudden called it the Lion Tamer. Interesting. Um, but yeah, like he did that like twice, and then like it would be the whole thing because it was unsanctioned. Adam Cole would be like, uh, uh, get to the ropes and grab the ropes, and the referee would go, "There's no rope breaks. There's no rope breaks. Remember, this is unsanctioned. No <laughs> rope breaks. It's like we know. We, we get know it, there's no rope breaks." <laughs> Like, it, it, it literally got to the point that I was like, just get this over with. Like, please just get this over with. I'm so done with this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Chris Jericho and then his match on Dynamite last night. I thought that sucked, too. Um, it was a mixed tag Jericho and Soraya versus Cole and Britt Baker. And I think mixed tag matches can be interesting. Um, but this one was not. So, Chris Jericho, you're going down. Boo. <laughs> 
Anything else, Dimitri? Any other hate we need to spread this week? <coughs> no hate. No hate. No more hate. Sensational. And I know we're both just looking forward to the bloodline on, on SmackDown this week. So let's see what happens. Um, everyone will be back next week. Wait, wait, uh, wait. Thank- we got one more thing to say. What do we got to say? This isn't on the rundown. This is a special Dimitri alert. Everybody's already seen it on Twitter. Everybody's already seen it on Twitter. We just haven't mentioned it in the podcast. CM Punk, man. Oh, shit. I completely forgot about it. So, (laughs) okay. It's one of those things where... Stop falling, Jacob. Um, (laughs) The CM Punk stuff has been talked about so much as like, as soon as Chicago was announced, just everybody assuming that he was back. It's just official. That it was just, it was, it is official. CM Punk is back. And I think it's one of those like, they announced it for Chicago, but the tickets weren't gone and it's in mm-hmm. two weeks. And they were like, uh, all right, we're announcing Punker. Um, I'm still shipping this FTR goes and turns heel with CM Punk on collision. I think that would be fun. Um, yeah. CM Punk and friends on Saturdays. Um, we'll, <laughs> the elite will be uh, on Wednesdays, not anywhere near him. <laughs> Yeah, I, for a little bit, I legit thought, um, just based on all the reports that were coming out a couple of weeks ago, I thought that uh, it was a possibility that CM Punk actually wasn't going to come back. Um, but, you know, I think it's great for just wrestling in general, the business that he is back. Um, he's just such a draw, such a big name. Mm-hmm. It's good for AEW. It's good for wrestling. So I'm happy to see him back. I I really hope that at some point they can they can work out something where we can have a CM Punk and friends versus the elite and some That'd kind be of match because that's what everyone will want to see eventually yep. if he is back. I also fingers crossed that he stays healthy this time because he got mm-hmm. hurt twice last time around. So yes, CM Punk's back stock falling me for not mentioning it. Um, <laughs> Chris Stat being back was higher on my list this week. Um, CM Punk be good. All right, anything else before you cut off my outro again? Nope, roll the outro, baby. Thank you, everyone, for listening. You can follow us on Twitter and TikTok at Let Me Pod to you. You can follow Dimitri at Just Dimitri underscore, and you can find me if you want at We Hate Jacob. That's hate with an eight. Please give us a review on your chosen podcast platform. We still don't have enough, so I still can't see them. Uh, we are on every major network. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, Acast, wherever you get it. Uh, shout out once again to Cage Hide Seats for our uh, recaps. Have a great week, everybody.